Welcome to Creepy Pizza. I'm your host, Britt. And I'm your host, Peter. Get ready for a slice of something creepy. I love it. So, Peter, listeners, I'm going to tell you the story of the haunted Driscoll Hotel and the guests that checked in but never checked out. Spooky. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Driscoll Hotel is an old neo-roman romanesque revival style building that was built in 1886 it's about 13 stories high so that's pretty crazy tall and it was designed by uh jasper and preston who was a local austin architect oh yeah by the way this is in austin texas (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) We're going down to Austin, Texas. It wasn't like like we spent a week in Waco or like Dallas, Waco, but Austin still, I love it. And I would move there in a second as well. But <clears throat> so this building was, here's a little fun fact. It was constructed with over 6 million bricks. Wow. 6 Wait, million is, is that, bricks. Is that, well, I guess what is the average uh, brick per story i guess well an average brick is brick brick an average brick yep uh-huh, uh-huh. an average brick is i believe um four by eight by two or four by eight by three i think is the average brick size that's like how? inches right yeah 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 and uh that's a lot of fucking bricks <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so this building, it's really cool looking. And it's got columns of marble. It's got like huge like promenades. It's got, and like, here's the thing about um, ro- like neo-Roman and Romanesque revi- revitalizing, revitalization is that. Words. Uh, yeah, words. So if you look at like Roman buildings, you know, like it has like the columns, it has arches, it has like the little spindles between walkway rails, things like that. Like if you think of like a Roman building, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, all the buildings in Washington DC are like Romanesque. So this building, however, the Driscoll, it has like more elaborate kind of like, I would say like Gothic features. Like it doesn't, to me, it doesn't scream Roman. It screams like, somebody like put roman makeup on a gothic architecture <laughs> is that a new style a new old yeah style? i would say so <laughs> <laughs> but i love it because buildings that were built during the late 1800s early 1900s stained glass everywhere everywhere Ooh, like that's cool. look, oh my god if you look inside oh my god like peter this place is gorgeous it's got 
marble inlay designs throughout its like promenade with stained glass windows on the top, like that's like where the lighting is, and like just it's stunning. It's would you like stunning. to be roaming around in there? I would love to roaming around in there. <laughs> Win in Roman. <laughs> And it's so cute because it has like a lot, they've done such a good job, even though it's been renovated like a few different times, they've done such a good job of preserving the original look and feel. Like they have like the wrought iron beds with like the, so the the Driscoll Hotel has this like great branded D that's like, it's just, it's just D in a circle. And it's, it's like, oh, logo design. Perfect. As a graphic designer, I appreciate it. They have wallpaper and they've done a lot to renovate it to be up to par with like new hotel standards. So when you go there, it's a pretty comfortable place to go. And oh my gosh, it's just, it's so pretty. So is this like a fancy place or is it it's actually like very usable? fancy? It's, uh, it's okay. reasonably priced. I would say so. It's because uh, it is now, uh, is it Hilton or Hyatt? Dizzy. And uh, there it is. Okay, it is a Hyatt Hotel. And it was one of the H's, but it wasn't the Paris kind. Uh, so yeah, it is now owned by Hyatt Hotels Corporation, who had bought it for $85 million and then Ooh. renovated it for $8 million. It's quite the investment. It's not the most expensive renovation on this place, though. So Let's go into a little bit more deep history of this place. Jesse Driscoll was a cattle baron, which that just makes me think of like a cowboy vampire. I don't know why. Um, I was I was more thinking of like a cow wearing some sort of crown, but that's where my mm. mind went. <laughs> so. Oh, I like that. Hey, listeners, um, cattle baron fan art. Please send. Thank you very much. I would really appreciate it. <laughs> Cattle Baron fan art would appreciate. So, Jesse Driscoll had moved his operations to Texas from Missouri. And he was doing pretty well. Uh, he uh, he also had a lot of money from being in the Confederate Army. So, we're just going to look uh, overlook so, that. Uh, so, do we, do we have beef with him? Oh. oh. <laughs> Man, that is that that joke is so good, and it's he deserves it because he was jerky. <laughs> uh, well, we're really on branded here. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> oh, flush with cash from being in his service to the Confederate Army. He decided that he was going to build this hotel and he purchased the land on 6th and Brazo. So I, I've i been to 6th Street before. I'm pretty sure I've like driven past this place and been like, oh, I want to stay there. And Brandon's like, no, we got an Airbnb. It's fine. Um, oh, we did have a great Airbnb. It was right outside of Dawson. Uh, Dawson? Dawson. It's right outside of Austin on, uh, I believe it's called Taylor Lake. Ooh, so cute. Uh, they had, oh my God, Mackenzie would have loved it. The house was filled with mermaids. I think we counted 47 <sighs> mermaids. What? 
like no, statues or like paintings? Statues, or... art. There was like glassware, and we like counted it all up. And then I did like a little like mermaid painting and said thank you for letting us stay here. And I left it on their little counter. Oh. And it's like so fun. Yeah, I'm. I was. I I kind of did that also because like I was really worried because um, we had a uh, played rage cage, uh, in their dining room. Oh, that's that drinking game you told me about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very intense. Uh, we have the we have the other Waco friend trip coming up in October for Nashville, mm-hmm. and I've officially decided that I am no longer playing Rage Cage ever in the rest of my life. Oh, that's so adulty, though. I am too old to handle that much alcohol in my system, especially since I'm playing with like former like college partiers. I went to an art school. Okay. I mean, I feel like art schools can really throw down too. <laughs> but like we had like a lot of like fancy wine and cheese. Oh. Or we went to Dave and Busters. The building was opened in 1886 and it was like a big whole thing. Um it was opened in December so they like did like a grand opening inaugural ball in january of 1887 where it had like the mayor and all like all the like pish posh people who were super fancy but in may of 1887 driscoll had to close down the hotel because he could no longer afford to operate it after the winter was like super crazy and then there was a drought and like all of his cattle died yeah he didn't have money anymore because of all the cows dying and so he had to close the hotel and he eventually had to sell it to his brother-in-law whose name I love this name Jim Doc Day. His like his nickname was Doc so his name was Doc Day. Doc Day. That's so cute. <laughs> and then the hotel was reopened in January of 1888. So that was great. That's like yeah. Yeah. And that shut like, down real quick then. Yeah, yeah, because, like, he opened it during winter, which isn't, like, a great time to get hotels. So I feel so, like that was, like, a bad move on his part. So it wasn't self-sustaining? Like, he needed the cattle fortune? Mm-hmm. But then all the yeah. cattle died. Yep. I just, that's, like, I feel like it was utterly just disappointing. <laughs> Apparently cattle dad jokes are easy. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of one. <laughs> Did I, I really win? can't. It's a mood point. <laughs> that, was, that was decent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just hoof along. Okay. What? Hoof along. Hoof along? Like, like hoof. Oh. Uh, hoof along. Move. Yeah, it's fine. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I'm having a hard day. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so... Uh, the, the hotel was bought and sold a couple of different times, and one including in 1895, and it was bought by an Austin magnate named George Littlefield, and it went through more renovations that were uh, $60,000 in re- renovations, and I believe that is adjusted, but... Littlefield vowed that it would never close its doors again. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, Another little fun fact is that during this time, the hotel was a host to the Daughters of the Republic of Texas, 
and they would meet there and discuss meetings. And so <laughs> they were voting on whether or not they should close the Alamo mission in San Antonio. And it literally like made the group like break up because like half of them wanted to close the Alamo and half of them were like, remember the Alamo and 50 mm, 50 like, split. Yeah. It's like a, a spoiler alert. The Alamo is still there. So <laughs> spoilers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's also been like a host to like a couple of other like crazy cultural and political events, you know? Okay. So here's one of the things is that in, October on October 12th of 1931, Louis Armstrong played a three-day performance, three-day performance at the Driscoll Hotel, where Charles Black, who was a freshman at the University of Texas at Austin at that time, was quoted in saying that it was an inspiration for his interest in race and civil rights. So cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And that's it's also where Lyndon B. Johnson met his future wife. And they had their first date there, which is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, like how cute they met there on their first date. And he even, and then he actually wound up turning it into like his campaign headquarters. And he like did like operations out of there for a couple of different things. And it's just that's so cute that 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 hotel just like held such warmness yeah. in his heart that he like spent his political career there because like you know like i believe like he was quoted saying that like lady bird was like it's like inspiration and like always had his back yada yada um bill clinton stayed there and on september 11th 2001 jenna bush so george bush's daughter she was put into the hotel with secret service to keep her safe after the terrorist attacks hmm. yeah or before if you look at conspiracy theories anyways <laughs> bill murray uh recited a poem there with a famous cellist jan vogler so i mean i think that's the biggest one bill murray just hanging bill out there it was there and it was doing <laughs> that's South always South a good Fest. thing <laughs> so Driscoll Hotel's like, uh, I would love to go to South by Southwest and stay at the Driscoll Hotel during that. Um, it would be great. Um, I Brandon, feel like that's going to be like prime time for it, though, right? Yeah. Like, like in Brandon, an expensive way. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be worth it. Because like, I haven't been to South by Southwest and I really wanted to go. Um, like there was like a time where like my mom and my sister went and I think I was like having like midterms or finals or something. Oh. Um, but yeah, Brandon, Brandon's played it a few times, I think, like two times. I don't know. But anyhow, so yeah, like it's, you know, been bought and sold a few times with the most recent, as I said earlier, the Hyatt Hotels Corporation bought it for $85 million with their $800 million renovation. But in 1995, it was, huh? Eight million? Eight million. So. $800 million renovation. Oh, yeah, that wasn't right. That wasn't right at all. So the American Life Insurance Company embarked on a $30 million renovation to restore the hotel to its original appearance. (sighs) Right? So I think that's pretty cool because of like all the renovations that happened, like, you know, keeping it up and like getting it to being up to like hotel standards and what people were expecting at those different times, like different time periods, like 50s, 60s. Um, In 1995, like, I think it was really great what the American Life Insurance Company did to kind of like 
rework its old look because if you look at the pictures of the Driscoll Hotel now, oh, I'm dying. I'm literally going to die in this hotel. Just watch me. Not the Winchester Mystery House? Oh, no, I want my ashes there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which I just found this, like, company that's it's really easy to do this. And if I die before you, you have to do this for me. You just literally send them a quarter cup of your ashes, and they compress it in a science machine and turn it into a diamond. <laughs> well, yeah, we, I mean, I think I've already uh, committed to placing your horcruxes, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you already committed to this, but this, it'd be nice to have, like, instead of it being just, like, swirls of ashes and resin, mm. it just it would be just kind of cool to be, like, a diamond when I die. Put me in a tiara. <laughs> to ask for to be turned into diamonds i bring i bring like a um you know baking like measuring cup um and like visit brandon after you've died (laughs) he just (laughs) catches me like taking the scoop out of your urn or something like that (laughs) and then you knock it over and there's dust everywhere and buddy walks through it and you're like whoop gotta go buddy brings in a rat and places it in the ashes pile and Sorry for your loss, Brandon. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he wouldn't be surprised. It's fine. <laughs> Just take the whole bag, replace it with flour. It's fine. <laughs> so, now that you have a little bit of a history about the Driscoll Hotel, I want to talk to you about the ghosties of the Driscoll Hotel. So, fun fact... The Driscoll Hotel is known to be the most haunted hotel in Texas. Texas is huge. I know. It's like four states. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know, 20 Rhode Islands or something. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm going to Google that. (laughs) Can you just Google how many Rhode Islands in Texas? (laughs) In Texas. Okay. Oh, fit in Alaska. 221. I was off by an order of magnitude. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> I should know that better. I was born in Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the ghosts. Okay. And I'm going to start with the sad one. The saddest one. Only because it's, like, chronological, but it's the saddest, and I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to start... I, I like uh, to start with depressing and then get happier. Oh, it doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, never mind. Whatever. So, a year after the Driscoll opened, and this may have been one of the reasons why it kind of, like, people didn't stay in it, was the U, uh, one of the U.S. senators... And uh, his name was, shit, what was his name? I only wrote the little girl's down, name down. Damn it. Okay, anyway, so a Eunice senator's daughter fell to her death when she tripped and tumbled down the grand staircase after she was chasing her ball. Aww. So people in the hotel, this is so fucking sad, I'm sorry. What the hell, This little girl (laughs) fell down these beautiful marble stairs to her death with a bouncing ball. 
and visitors to the hotel hear the girl giggling and hear a ball bouncing down the hallways. So the te- the death of that was reported and it may have caused people to not want to go to the hotel, which may have caused it to like, you know, go downhill, et cetera, et cetera. But the little girl's name was Samantha and her father paid for someone to paint a picture of her shortly after her death. And that picture now hangs on the fifth floor of the Driscoll Hotel. Some people believe that you can catch the little picture of the girl smiling or changing her expression. And other people feel that she is trying to communicate through the painting. Cool. Yeah. So here's my thing. Little girl laughing and bouncing a ball, probably Samantha. That's, you know, residual, like stone tape theory or whatever. Thing trying to communicate through you through a painting. You know how I feel about little girl ghosts. Well, yeah, they're demons. But is, is demons. this the? How come the painting smiling is worse to you than ball bouncing? Because I feel like the ball bouncing is just like her just being a fun kid. The smiling and trying to communicate through you and getting an ominous. Sorry, I forgot to say you also get like an ominous feeling around it. Mm. Like just like and you know how portraits are when you're walking down a hallway, the eyes like stare at you. Apparently, there's like a ton of portraits where you're walking down the hallways and it looks like they're watching you. The Mona Lisa. (laughs) Mona Lisa. um, All the portraits in the haunted mansion at Disneyland, but. I think you're missing something here. <laughs> the 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 dollhouse, like the the, doll, the paper dolls that were in my mother-in-law's guest bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Um. All oh, right. So another ghost is the ghost of Colonel Driscoll himself. So he passed away after his. Like uh, four years after the completion of his hotel and after he had lost it and everything like that. So he was just like, you know, he kind of like fell on like hard times. And, you know, that can just take a lot on people. And he just died. He like just straight up died. People don't think he's like a bad ghost. He kind of just hangs around his hotel because this was like his favorite place. He built this out of love. It was a labor of love. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was like his like, he's like just going to hang out here and... That's this is like his little heaven. But what's kind of cool about this is that when they renovated it to put in electric light, he is fascinated. He loves it. He just goes on turning off and on lights. And like you'll smell his cigars wafting through, and he's just like, oh look, flick, lights, flick. I mean, can you imagine? That transition and how wild that must have been. Oh, I know. He's probably just like, wait, 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 wait. You mean there's no gas? Then how is there a light? There's no fire? What? It's not on fire? Hold on. It's like, if, it, it's like if you can do a day of work by dialing a knob for a few seconds. It's just like, this is amazing. I love this. <laughs> this is so Fantastic. Cool. <laughs> Beautiful. So... Workers have been just known to smell his cigar smoke around the hotel. And it's kind of like he's just keeping up with the hotel as like he did in his daily life. Uh, One fun fact that I found is that the lead singer of the group Concrete Blonde wrote a song called The Ghost of a Texas Ladies Man. 
after they like had an encounter with Colonel uh, Driscoll at the hotel. So he's memorated in a song. I love that. Was he a ladies man? I guess so, because um, he was kind of known to be like, you know, a gambler, like, you know, a drinker, hanging out in the like the salon or like the saloon. And just like, you know, he was just like this. I, I wanted, actually, I didn't look up a picture of what he looked like. I bet he was handsome. Uh, Jesse Driscoll. Oh, God, no. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who look very methy that come up. But <laughs> but there's a painting of him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is a nice beard. I did that. You would it would it work on you. <laughs> oh yeah. He kind of has like a little bit of an Abraham Lincoln vibe, so mm, Abraham. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, he's I'd hit, I'd hit it. I'd let I'd let I'd let Jesse just go buy me a drink. Hundred percent. I found like an old photograph of him. Hundred percent. You wake up without your like with your bra just disappeared in the hotel. Like like I'll just be like, hey Brandon, um, I want to stay in the Driscoll Hotel by myself. I'm meeting someone. <laughs> I'm meeting somebody. Just me and my Ouija board. Yeah, I'm meeting someone, and he just sees you like walk out with the Ouija board in your arm. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Driscoll, I didn't know you would be here. <laughs> and he sees that you—he sees that you only packed like nice lingerie or something <laughs> with a cigar, like snipper. What are those called? Cigar snipper. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cigars. <laughs> but there's also another uh, Jesse Driscoll who um, I would not. Who's that? It's some guy who uh, has, yeah, he just looks like he's had a, a meth. It's a hell of a drug. Mm, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Jesse Driscoll can hit it um, if we're, we're talking about the one from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to try and do, like, a little bit of a tragedy sandwich. So we just talked about uh, how... Uh, hot ladies man ghost we're gonna talk about uh the suicide brides oh wow oh I god thought was, i thought maybe the feeling was gonna be happy and the outers were tragedy but you're just going full tragedy to, yeah i'm trying to like do it like down up down up you know <laughs> i'll still think we'll end on an up <laughs> <laughs> i mean i got a good laugh out of the idea of you Going to this hotel to pick up a ghost. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we get listeners, um, if we get a live show in Austin, I'm just going to be there a night early. <laughs> <laughs> you show up to the recording like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> oh, no, a cigar. It was Jesse's. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it doesn't count as cheating if he's dead, right? <laughs> It's to death to us part, right? Like you're you're wearing like a large, like male shirt button up from like a hundred years ago. <laughs> Brandon, he doesn't okay. have a physical body. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It was an it was emotional. <laughs> we had an emotional connection. <sighs> so the suicide brides, people see in the hotel 
Women walking around in what appears to be long white wedding gowns. And this could be related to two different brides. The first of the so-called suicide brides was a woman, I believe it was 1920s. She, and this is, this one, there's not really, um, there's not a lot of like actual evidence about this one. It's like, you know, rumors, but a young groom canceled their wedding and the wedding was scheduled to be take, to take place at the Driscoll hotel. You know how like, uh, in like weddings, they'll like have like the bridal suite the night before. So the bride can just like stay there and get ready the night before. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't do that. We have an apartment, so. Uh, <laughs> but if you're, like, traveling, like, you'll do that. You know, it's a thing. Right. Uh, right. So, uh, the night before the wedding, the groom called it off, and she was distraught, heartbroken, and was, you know, faced with the fear of being a spinster for the rest of her life, even though she was probably only, like, 17. So, she hung herself in the room in her wedding dress. So people see her wandering around the fourth floor or fifth floor, or they'll see a bride hanging in the ho in the hotel room. Baby. Yeah. So a suicide bride number two. So I wonder if uh, Driscoll's just like hitting on all of them all the time. Like maybe he's trying to like you know he's maybe like I would imagine he's trying to like help out the situation and okay now this is like hey babe I'm sorry that he dumped you but uh you know what they say to death you part and you're dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesse <laughs> what a ladies man oh my god. <laughs> He sees like the the sad woman in the uh, you know bridal gown sitting at the hotel bar. <laughs> like, let me get you a brandy. <laughs> Something wrong, babe. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're making Jesse sound like a fuckboy, but I don't feel like he was. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> we're probably trying to make him. We're probably making him sound slimier than uh, he might have been. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about somebody slimy in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, the second bride, um, who now this suicide bride, sewer bride, sewer bride, sewer bride. I like that. Um, she actually killed herself. From what all general accounts, she killed herself twenty-five years to the day after. The other suicide bride. Weird. Yeah. Um, this one actually had a little bit more on her. I believe she had drowned herself in her wedding dress. Ooh. I believe that's what it was. It might be another uh, suicide bride that I'm talking about. Um, apparently, uh, it's kind of like a haunting trope for brides to kill themselves in hotels. So, this bride... Don't so stay in a hotel. Oh, yeah. Don't kidding. stay in a hotel before your wedding. <laughs> hey, listeners, don't stay in the hotel before your wedding. I'm just saying. It's better for everybody if you don't die. Why risk it, you know? <laughs> Why risk it? So the first bride killed herself in room 429. And this one killed herself in room 525. So they're like 
kind of like right above each other. If you like look into like what rooms had like big suites, what rooms were little suites, you know, like that kind of thing. Like the higher you go up in the building, the bigger the rooms were, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So they were pretty much like right above each other. So creepy. Sorry. She drowned herself? That's what I, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's the one that drowned herself. I feel like that would be, take some great willpower to like yeah. drown yourself in a tub or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, she, this one actually killed herself after their wedding. I, after her husband ran off on her in the bathtub of 225, whereas the other bride hung herself. And sorry, I should have warned you, uh, trigger warning, suicide listeners. I'm really sorry. I should have done that at the beginning, but yeah, 25 years to the day. Isn't that so creepy? That is creepy. So for the brides, on the fourth floor, you'll hear the woman crying on the floor. You'll see her, like, floating around as if she's, like, going back to her room. People who have been in that room will see her, like, hanging from the ceiling. Or they'll hear weeping in the middle of the night. Or, like, see, like, a figure on the end of their bed weeping. And then for suicide bride number two, the one who died in the bathtub... The bathtub of 525 will fill or like this, like the uh, cleaning service, like the um, hotel cleaning services will come Ooh. in and the bathroom is like filled and with warm water. Ooh. Like somebody and like nobody had stayed in it. Right, and right. Yeah. Creepy. So can I get a big no? Thank you. No. Yeah, that's a not that's a that's. I mean, would I stay in that room? Yes. yes. <laughs> would I regret it? Probably. <laughs> would you still do yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Even even with the potential of hearing her scream in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five twenty-five. So this, so this is your. This will be your Jiskal experience someday. You're gonna stay in that room, like specially requested, and then just wait around at the hotel bar for Driscoll. Yeah. Like, just be like, move over, ladies. <laughs> there's, like, there's like an empty stool next to you and someone tries to take it. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, this is taken. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, and this is kind of like the uh, upside. We're, we're going back up. We're going back up. So if you visit the Maximilian room at the hotel, you will see... The Haunted Mirrors of Carlotta. So Carlotta was the wife of Emperor Maximilian I of Mexico. And these mirrors were given to her as a wedding gift. But the mirrors were facing each other on opposite sides of the wall. And do you know what happens when you do that with mirrors? Well, yeah, it creates like the endless thing. Yeah, like, like Rey from Star Wars. That, that thing where she's like, snap, 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 What is she like? Snap, 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 snap. Finally, we got some Brit sound effects on this episode. But they say if you're looking into the mirrors of Carlotta long enough, you will actually see her reflection. 
which is weird because she didn't die in this hotel. Like, like, da, 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 da. they're just like, like, you know, like a magic guy. Yeah, it's just like it's just they they were they meant so much to her, and they had such a good, um, they resonated with her, and she just has like an attachment to them, and. Wait, where are the mirrors exactly? Like in a room They're or something? In one of the rooms, the uh, Maximilian room, which I believe mm. is actually named after her. But is that like one of the nice suites at the top. Um, it's like a, it's kind of like a, like a, I wouldn't say conference room, but it's like one of their like halls. <laughs> There's like a work conference in it, and you're just yeah. like spacing out for a while, long enough to see her in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, sure. no. Okay. No, 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 no. Do not want. Do not want. In the middle of a work meeting, you just, like, burst out. <laughs> go, 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 ghost. <laughs> Run it's out fine. of the room. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. So, that is, like, the mirrors of Carlotta. There's also, supposedly, the ghost of Peter Lawless, who was a railroad man who lived at the Driscoll Hotel for 31 years until he died in 1917. And they say that he just haunts and hangs out in the hotel lobby elevators. Huh. And I think that's just kind of be like, oh, elevators are cool. So he just, like, hangs out, watches people, nods to them, and just hangs out. Lawless so, is, like, the coolest last name. I know, right? And I think it's kind of cool that they actually have, like, paperwork on this person who was, like, a railroad worker and lived at the hotel because, like, you know, back then you could live at hotels. It's, like, the sweet life of Zach and Cody, but with Peter Lawless. And he's just he's just hanging out in the elevator. So can you imagine just going into the elevator and you just see this guy in, like, old-timey clothes and he just, like, nods at you and, like, you go up to your room and, you know, <laughs> it's like you look back in the elevator and he just nods and disappears. Then you go into your room, look at some mirrors. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> See some brides. <laughs> Do not want. Do not want. <laughs> so today, the Driscoll is still open, and you can still rent it out for events. You can rent rooms there. You can, like, you know, stay there. Uh, they also have new lavish bridal suites. I don't know why they're promoting that. They're doubling down. <laughs> they have uh, two restaurants and a grand ballroom, uh, which is cool for hosting the weddings if they make it that far. Man. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, do you have a, a cancellation policy on, on the wedding reception? Oh, no, no, that's <laughs> no refunds. Yeah. Yeah. What if they kill themselves? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. That means you pay extra for cleanup fees. <laughs> We have to get a medium out and everything. It's horrible. <laughs> oh my god. We're horrible. It's great. So also to add on, the Driscoll is a part of the National Registry of Historic Places. So it can never be torn down. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's the story of the Driscoll Hotel of Austin, Texas, and the ghosts that checked in and never checked out. <laughs> So the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, you can get a room for, oh, wow, it's actually pretty. It's, so if we wanted to go, let's say you do like a Friday through Sunday at the Driscoll Hotel in June, 
it's $339, which is a lot less than I thought, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, uh, it's certainly expensive, but that is less than I envisioned. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I looked like, up pictures while we were talking, too. It, it looks like a super swanky place, so I, oh, I thought it yeah. would have been more than that. And that's like a weekend price. If you do like a weekday price, it's like 180 That's like, whew. Creepy pizza trip. <laughs> Creepy pizza trip. Well, if we ever do an Austin show someday, hopefully, like, people like us enough to, like, want to give us live shows and have us travel around so we can see all your beautiful faces. And, yeah, I would love that. But if we were to go to Austin, this is where I would want to stay. For sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. You would want um, Brandon to stay somewhere else, though, so he doesn't cock-lock you there, right? Right? I'm like, don't, don't mess up my game, bro. <laughs> you, can, you walk into the hotel lobby he sees you take off your wedding ring <laughs> <laughs> put on a little rouge <laughs> what do you why are you dressed like that yeah. you look like you look like a, a saloon girl <laughs> yeah you're dressed to the, to the style of like the 1890s or whatever <laughs> oh yeah, for the worst. I want to see how much the um. So when uh, Bill Clinton stayed, he stayed at the Cattle Baron two bedroom suite, which is two thousand two hundred and seventy dollars a night. Oh God! But it is twelve hundred square feet. What? Yeah. Jeez. It has a one bedroom. It's a two bedroom suite. So one bedroom has a king, and then the second bedroom has uh, two matching queen beds. It has two full bathrooms, a dining room with seating for eight, Jeez. a living room with a decorative fireplace, and uh, oh, those are all like basic amenities that are like you know, robe, hair dryer, blah blah blah. <laughs> Oh my god, it's got a coffee machine too. <laughs> oh my god, it's got a plush robe. <gasps> I'm trying to find their like where are their bridal suites? That's what I want to find is their bridal suites. Like cuz like I want to know I want to know I, I, I want to know if it's like payment required. Are they are they being mass. like assholes by making the bridal suites like the ones the brides died in? <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, and you can do it. Oh, you can actually add on a ghost city tour to your stay. Cute. Ooh. Yeah. Kenzie'd be all about that. Heck yeah. Like, oh, here's your stay. And then, you know. Oh, there's a Lyndon B. Johnson suite. Oh, I love what they did at the bathroom counter. <sighs> the soaking tub. <laughs> oh, I like that. But it's kind of cool because, like, the rooms like look like they belong back in that time period and i think that's what that's really good like because sometimes you'll like see like an old hotel and they'll like modernize like i stayed at this like uh, 2011 2010 stayed in this like really old building in san francisco mm-hmm. but they modernized all the rooms oh the building was like old and cool from like the 1920s, but then all the rooms were like mid-century modern. Yeah, it's a little sad when that happens. Yeah, it was like IKEA with like pops of color. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about a good juxtaposition, but eh, this was a bit weird. It smelled mm. nice though. 
Oh, there you go. Points for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've also stayed like at, at an old like um uh, it was like a it was like an old saloon hotel, like an old cowboy hotel. Ooh. Yeah, it was really cool, except it was just they did a good job keeping it kind of like old looking. Mm-hmm. But it was all one shared bathroom for the entire floor. Oof. Yeah, it was very weird. And How many rooms? On the floor, floor, like yeah. nine. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It was that's pretty, so that's pretty tight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, it's like not just toilet, it's like shower and everything. Right, right. So one person takes a long shower and it's just like, oh, boy. <laughs> It, but I got to feel like I was really in like cowboy times. Mm. Did so they that... have a um? Oh shit! What do they call it? Oh, they're pet friendly. Oh. So listeners, the Crystal Hotel is pet friendly. In your Doge, yeah, I could bring Moose. That'd be fun. Moose can play with the girl who's like kicking the ball around. Oh my god! Just see her like running after like an invisible ball. It's like chewing on an invisible wall. <laughs> All we hear is like a little girl crying. Just like, I want my ball back. I'm like, good luck. She doesn't even drop it for me. Like, Moose, can you cool it? I'm trying to talk to Jesse. Yeah, Moose, you're ruining my game. <laughs> it's fine. One thing that does kind of bother me is that the wallpaper, um, it's like these like it's cool because they're like these archway things, but it, like the beds don't really line up with them. So it just bothers the, me. Oh. In the rooms and stuff. But anyways, that's just that, a, you, that's a me that thing. OCD? <laughs> that's a me thing, okay. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for joining me in our tiny little trip to Austin, Texas. Listeners, thank you for uh, putting up with our really bad cow jokes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll just have to, to mull those over. <laughs> Ruminate on them. Let it churn. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm sure we've curdled their appetites. <laughs> oh, we're really trying to like be super cheesy with these jokes. Oh my god. I don't know why are catalogs so easy? <laughs> no. Is that is like, that is that just like easy because there's a lot of options, or are we just both broken in, in like a similar way about cattle for some reason? I feel like it may be a little bit of a mix of both. It may be a mix of both, like half and half. <laughs> I was thinking it was more like you know two percent of one. Mm-hmm. But like maybe like I, we're not like you know full on. Butter believe we're only making puns, but yeah, <laughs> like they're really like we're. I think we're just picking the cream of the crop puns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, to look back, we'd have to look back and see what your teenage dairy looks like. I was trying to figure out a way to fit that in, and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Could not figure it out, and there you go, man. That's bull. That's. <laughs> <laughs> this was pretty spotty. I can't. I, I can't deal. I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> so good. All right, time to so, blow yeah. the horn and end this. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. All right. I will bring you later. <laughs> good, t- good talk. <laughs> I, thought, I really thought you were like doing something more grand there. Like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, talk to you later, I guess. <laughs> I really got to vacate this place. Okay. I didn't get that one. <laughs> that, that's how you say cow in Spanish is vaca. Um, um. Oh, I'm sorry. I try. I, I tried. <laughs> just, I, I'll, I'll send you the song later where it just goes, la vaca, moo, la vaca, moo, la vaca, moo. It's great. <laughs> what, what are those videos on? Bovine? Oh, that's great. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it, they're actually on Moo Tube. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, okay, we <laughs> bye. Bye.
For merch, episode lists, and to learn more, visit our website at creepypizza.com. Feeling social? Find us on Instagram at creepypizzapodcast and Twitter at creepypizza1. Find our Creepy Pizza Arcade on itch.io and Steam. Links can be found in our show notes. To share your own paranormal stories, email us at creepypizzapodcast at gmail.com. Want to support the podcast? Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash creepypizzapodcast. Or buy us a slice at buymeacoffee.com slash creepypizzapod. The best way to support us is to share our podcast with your friends. And rate us on iTunes. Join us next time for another slice of creepy pizza.